So, I mean, when you see that, the ball drops in the glove, you said you thought it was a home run. Yeah. So when that play happens, is it at that moment where you think, hey, maybe something's <laughs> happening here? Um, I mean, it, it's still in the back of my head, like, he just saved the perfect game. Uh, and you always see that there's some nasty yeah. play on every no-no or perfect game. Um, Welcome in to another Riding the Rails podcast. My name is DJ Eberly, your Times Leaders, Scranton, Wilkes Bay Rail Riders beat writer. Joining me for the first time on the podcast, fresh off six perfect innings last night, Wednesday night, Mike King, the Rail Rider starting pitcher. Mike, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? First off, I guess we'll talk about what has the last 12 to 24 hours been for you? I mean, it's been, it's all pretty normal. <laughs> I definitely had a few more text messages than, than normal. A uh, few I got a decent amount of Instagram and Twitter followers, that kind of stuff. But um, it, it's, it's been good, and uh, every, everything's been good. So, I mean, I'm trying to just keep my, my head level, I guess. For those of you who d- didn't, haven't found out already or heard yet, so Mike had the start uh, Wednesday night for the Rail Riders through six innings, perfect innings, 18 up, 18 down. Only reason he had come out is because guys like Rui Sess and Chance Adams had, you know, to get work. So, because they have to stay on track moving forward. For you, what was working so well last night? Uh, I was actually really happy with my changeup. Um, that definitely kept the left-handed hitters off balance. I didn't throw any to righties, but their lefties were, like, I think they were three and four hitters. They're yeah. the meat of the order, so I knew I had to get through them. Um, and then it was just fastballs uh, located at both sides of the plate. Yeah. Um, I know I talked to you a little bit yesterday that I lost glove side command. Yeah. Um, early especially to those lefties um and so gary and i went to more change-ups and sliders um i i i say it all the time pitchers do get lucky and i got lucky <laughs> yesterday on a few pitches I, uh, there's a great play in center that i thought yeah. was a home run um and it was a hanging breaking ball there were a few breaking balls that i left up a few fastballs that i missed middle and it was just one of those days where yeah. they didn't swing at it or they missed it you mentioned that lucky that lucky play quote unquote Quentin, I mean, he, he, I forget who the batter was, but completely robs the guy, I think, to start off Dominguez. the third inning. Yeah, Dominguez, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when you see that, the ball drops in the glove. You said you thought yeah, it was a home run. Yeah. So when that play happens, is it at that moment where you think, hey, maybe something's <laughs> happening here? Um, I mean, it, it's still in the back of my head, like, he just saved the perfect game. Uh, <laughs> and you always see that there's some nasty yeah. play on every no-no or perfect game. Um, and what's funny is, afterwards, I – this is now in the showers after the game. I said, great job again. And he told me that he made it a lot harder than it was. That oh, should have yeah. been an easy play. He took a bad route to it. And I was like, dude, off the bat, my head was down. <laughs> like, that is a home run to dead center. I lost. I know it was only the third inning. I yeah. lost the no-no, the perfect game, and the shutout, all this stuff. And he had my back, so it was good. Well, and I know this is the first time you've had him – and you know, back in the center field for it, but in only his third game. But what does he bring defensively? And this is a guy who's stolen 20 bases in a season in the majors. I think he has 399 right now in yeah. minors. What does that speed do for you as a pitcher? I mean, he's so fast. And I mean, having him out in center is definitely comforting that anything up in the air he's, he's going to get to. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, he's just a threat on the base pass, too. That, that's my job on, on the mound is so much easier when I know it's not a, a base dealer on, on the backs, where I can now just focus on the hitter and not have to think about. Okay, hold this runner, have a, a three-second hold, then pitch, slide step, all that kind of stuff. It's just attack the hitter. So when he's on the bases, it makes it such a harder job for the pitcher and also an easier job for the hitter because yeah. now that pitcher is 
putting 60% of his effort towards the hitter, 40% to the, to the uh, base dealer. Yeah. And it, normally you like to work at 100% of the hitter. And right. he, he's, he's definitely a dynamic guy that, that can make that problem. So you mentioned Gary as your catcher. That's Gary Sanchez who caught you yep. last night. I know we talked about it last night after the game, but what was it like having him, you know, catching for him? I mean, this, this big league catcher, an all former All Star guy who was almost rookie. What is it like to have him as your backstop? Yeah, no, it was awesome. That's the first time I've, I've worked with a, a big league catcher, and I, I will say I was a little nervous going in just yeah. because I, I pride myself on my preparation, right. and I've always heard that when you throw to a big league catcher, they have so much more knowledge, so much more experience yeah. than you. Don't shake off. Right. And I was thinking, well, I got my approach. And I know he knows how to read swings and everything. What am I going to do? And I asked Phelpsy about it. And Phelps said, if you want to go with a pitch, go with the pitch. Right. But if you're ever questioning, trust him. Because right. he is a very smart guy. Right. And there are a bunch of – every game, there are times where I'm in between two pitches and my catcher will put one down. And that, that's the one I kind of wasn't leaning towards. So I, I shake off. And with him, if I was ever in between pitches, whatever he put down, I had total confidence in throwing it. I was going to say, that, that's the one thing when talking to Bobby Mitchell, who – Oozes compliments to, about you whenever we talk, about, we talk to you about him or talk to him about you. He says that you like to call your own game. Yep. And so what is so you sort of alluded to it there. So I mean, how how so is that a conversation you had? Because Gary is Gary Sanchez. Yep. You know, how do you balance? How did you balance that? Yeah, I uh, we always have a, a pregame meeting with the catcher and the pitching right. coach. We go over the scouting reports, um, what I have, what Phelps has, what catchers have seen in the past, yeah. if they have anything, and. Um, I was even nervous to ask if he wanted to be part of it right. because it's AAA. He right. only cares about yeah, the big leagues. Right. And he doesn't care like about these hitters or whatever. So I asked him, and he was all for it. And I, he said, when do you want to go? I said, I don't know, now, 5, 10, 15 yeah. minutes, whatever you want. And he said, no, let's do it now. And we went in, and it was actually one of the longer meetings that I've had because he has no idea who these guys are, right. and he's just putting his input in. And he'll right. just read a scouting report and see, okay, I get it with this guy, or we would have to explain a little bit more because he's never seen a guy before, right. and he was totally on board with understanding the scout report and then attacking. And in between innings, I always talk to my catcher about what pitches and sequences I want to I want to throw to the next few guys. And every time I'd go in there, he'd be totally on board. He'd say, "I I like that pitch. He's really aggressive. Make sure you bounce it. Whatever it is, it was it was all very good talk in the dugout between both of us, and, and it worked out, out on the field." What has it been like? I mean, just having his presence in the clubhouse in general. I mean, you watched last night, and I remember I was recording McBroom's walk off. It was a very mm-hmm. weird. It was a weird walk off because McBroom admitted that he thought he struck out <laughs> on the play and waited and turned back to look at the umpire, and then ends up going and trying down. But then you see Gary like trot out of the clubhouse with cups of water in his hand, and he was like one of the most excited people about the win. Yeah. So what's it like just to have that energy and that presence for you guys in the past few days? I mean, it's huge because that, that's the kind of guy that we want to be like. We, we want to be at his level, and we want to act like him when he is at that level. And uh, I, I, I always allude to the story when Sessa was rehabbing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when it was, middle of the season. From the big leagues, he had a, a, a start in Trenton, yeah. and I was, I was still in Trenton, and we had team pictures that day, yep. and someone went up to him and said, like, you don't need to go out there, dude. Like, you're not on a team. You're right. rehabbing. You're a big right. leaguer. And he goes, no, no, no. I'm on this team. I'm going to go out there. And now in all of our team pictures, <laughs> he's out there. Yeah. So it's, it's once they're on the team, they feel a part of it. And I thought that was one of the coolest things because I, everyone says, like, oh, you're big leaguing them. Right. These guys are actual big leaguers, and right. they don't big league us, right. which is the coolest thing. Yeah. Speaking of being in Trenton, you also were in Tampa this year, and yep. here you are with the Rail Riders. <laughs> What's this season been like for you? 
Uh, and it's your, not only is it, it's your first season in the organization too. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely been weird. Um, I was talking about it the other day that when I was with the Marlins, I never moved up in levels. Right. Uh, I mean, my first year I was in short season, but then last year I was in Greensboro and I right. stayed in Greensboro the whole time. And so I, I never had the experience of moving up in a level and I don't know how to act when that right. happens. And it was also different because with the Marlins, I knew guys that were at the higher level. So even if I did move up, I would still have friends at that level. Here, I get traded. I know nobody coming in the spring training. I knew nobody when I broke with Tampa. Right. Started to develop friends. Then I get moved up to Trenton. And right. it was now it's like I'm in spring training again. Right. And I have no idea who any of these guys are. There were maybe three or four guys that moved up from Tampa right. that I knew. But still, I was in Tampa for five weeks. So right. it's not like I really developed unbelievable friendship yeah. with these guys. And so then I get to Trenton and I, it's all started over again. And here you are again. And then, yeah, and I, I started to develop good good relationships. And then I move up here and there might have been three or four guys that, right. that moved up here from Trenton. So it's definitely been a, a learning curve for me on how to act or like get myself accommodated with a new team and just the, the way the clubhouse works. But I mean, it, it's been nothing but great here. Yeah. And I, I love the guys. All, all the coaches have, have been really accepting and uh, it's been good. And I think. It's fair to say, I think Frankie Diaz was probably the only guy that was with the NHIA that's yeah. here now, right? Um, Ricky yeah. Serra might have been. Was he for a little Ray, bit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, I, I didn't play with him in Tampa. Yeah, I think that might be it. Aveli oh, no, Avalino was, it was trend. trend. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, if, and this is a question we asked Bobby last night. I mean, this season you have a, you have a 1.8 ERA. I don't know if you pay attention to that or if you don't. And then you got 109 after last night's performance here with the Railroaders. And there's obviously buzz. You had a, did an interview last night with MILB. And I think you're number 25 on the Yankees prospect list now. How did you get here? With, there, was, there, was, there was really no buzz about Mike King going into the year. Yeah, the yeah I flew under the radar. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's kind of how I've always been. Um, but, uh, I mean, it, it's just been a, a good year of, of command for me. And I know that's kind of the picture that I am. I, I don't have blow by you stuff. Right. I'm not going to go up there and throw a 98 mile an hour fastball and can miss spots and just get, get outs that way. Right. I have to command pitches and, and get guys off my fastball, change speeds, throw strikes, work fast, all that kind of stuff. And I think that last year um, I was learning about myself, learning about the game. Mm -hmm. um, and so I still had some, some slip ups, which I always felt were normal, but obviously I want to be the perfectionist that I am. Right. And uh this year, it's been it's been a lot a lot better um, in terms of finding myself mechanically and um, mentally, and I can just go out there and with all the confidence that I have and attack these guys, yeah. and and that's what I've been able to continue to do throughout the whole season. And I mean, I think I got one, maybe two left here right. um, if we're in playoffs and right. how deep we go in playoffs. But um, that's it's really just kind of keep carrying this momentum into the playoffs, into the offseason, yeah. and the next season. I was going to say, you have one, maybe two games left. Right now it lines up. I think you got Monday's start. Yeah. Right here, open season finale. You look at the standings, I mean, it's anybody's race, and you very well could be pitching for, for a playoff spot in that game. Yeah. How excited are you for that possible opportunity? Yeah, so that's actually in Pawtucket. Right. And I'm from Rhode from Island. Yep. And so I've already gotten probably 50 texts. <laughs> Someone emailed me asking me if you were starting yeah. on yeah. Monday. I was like, I'm pretty sure he is. I've gotten so many Instagram <laughs> DMs from, like, 
people that I went to middle school with yeah. that I don't even remember, and this is probably bad to say on air, but whatever, <laughs> and, and hopefully they don't hear it, and like I don't even know who they are, and they're yeah. like, yeah, like we went to Windman together. Uh, are you are you still pitching on Monday? And so I was talking to one of my other buddies from Rhode Island, yeah. and he was saying, like I can't imagine that. Like, he's putting himself in, in that situation. He was saying there's going to be so many people that you didn't even realize that they thought you were close with, right. and are going to come to the game. And I've had I've. I, I would. I don't know how many tickets to the club he's going to let me leave, but it's going to be. It's going to be a lot. So that on top of yeah. maybe being a, a playoff winner, game. Winner, go so, home. Uh, yeah, but my dad. My dad's calling it the wild card. That's yeah. what he's saying. It's a one-game wild card, yeah. and he said it could be that. And you're pitching it at home, and in McCoy. McCoy Stadium is yeah. where the Rhode Island State right. Championship is for high school. So I played there. Full circle. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do. I totally hope that I'm still in line to pitch that in Athens. Yeah. So yeah, you mentioned that you're, you're so you're you grew up in Rhode Island. You're, well, originally you're born in Rochester, right? Yeah, I, so I'm New York as well. I'm from New York as well. Okay, same New York. Yep. Are you a Yankee? Were you a Yankees fan or Red Sox fan? I am. A, this is also a weird Red story. Sox fan? So my dad's from Boston. My mom's from New York. Okay. And I, my dad raised me Red Sox fan, Patriots uh. fan, Celtics, Bruins, all Boston. And I was, I think I was nine. Nine years old, and it was when Aaron Boone hit the walk-off yeah, in yeah, the yeah. ALCS. And I think it was, two, I, don't, I don't know what year it was, 2004, three? Yeah, yeah, it was three, like something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my dad had tickets to it. And so I was going, and it was a Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. And we get on a tee in Boston to go. It was like game three or something. Yeah. And uh, over the loudspeaker on the tee, it says the game's canceled because of rain. It's postponed to Tuesday. My dad was a news anchor, so okay. he couldn't work right. at night on Tuesday yeah. night. Or he had to work Tuesday right. night, so he couldn't go. My mom was saying, just sell the tickets. Like, you can get a boatload of money for them. And he's like, no, no, it's ALCS. Red Sox. He's like, you got to go. Right. You take it. So I go with my mom. My dad gives me $20 to get a souvenir. My mom's a huge Yankee fan, loves Mariano Rivera. <laughs> yep. Mariano comes in, closes it out. Yankees win. I come home with a Yankee hat. <laughs> and my dad was just, oh, he was so mad. Because he was that mad, he... It made me like the Yankees even more. Right. So from whatever it was, eight, nine years old on, I was a, a big Yankee fan. And so it, it was definitely like a dream come true yeah. playing for the Yankees. Right. I was going to say, so you get traded. So first off, not only getting traded to the team that you grew up from eight, nine on mm-hmm. rooting for, but also you get traded to the New York Yankees, arguably the biggest, best franchise of all of sports. Yep. What was that like for you? Yeah. And it was your first time you've been traded, too. Yep. So. yep. Um, hopefully the only, only time. Like right, the I was going to say, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Um, so, it, I mean, it was it was weird at first. Yeah. Um, I didn't really expect it at all, so it kind of shocked me. But I, I actually had a conversation with my mom the other day that there's no other team that I'd want to make it mm-hmm. in the big leagues with. Yeah. Because if you can make it with the Yankees, you can make it with any other team. Right. There are always those guys that say, like, oh, if I was on this team because they're so bad, I'd right. be in the big leagues right now. Right. But I don't want to make an excuse that I'm not in the big leagues because I'm in a, a good organization. Right. I want to be on the best team in baseball. And right. the Yankees give me that opportunity. Yeah. And so that's really all I'm trying to do. Yeah. So before I transition to, like, off-the-field stuff, we can talk about how you're a Patriots Are you still a Patriots fan? I am. Uh, huge Patriots fan. I'm wearing a Bills hat. I know. I saw it. I got a bunch of family from upstate New York. Okay. a huge Bills fan. Well, yeah, I was going to say, being born in Rochester, I mean, that is a home of training camp. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to that in a second. <laughs> the way you throw, I mean, it's, it's very impressive to watch you pitch. And, I mean, you've been, I mean, we've seen like guys like Justin Sheffield up and dominate. Chance Adams, who has been an up and down season, but last year, he had similar results to you did. 
but it's just fascinating to watch you pitch. Thank you. You throw, you, you throw. I think you've touched ninety three or so, right around there. This when in the home games when we'd be able to see the radar gun. But the way you can locate and like your delivery and you got movement on your fastball. How did you develop all these things? Because your delivery is a little bit funky, where you start on one side of the mound, I think you finish on the other side of the mound, yep. and then obviously we've seen like the movement with your two seam fastball. How did you deli- how did you develop that? Type of yeah, so. I mean, I, I've always been a sinker ball pitcher. I, yeah. I think I threw, I threw two seam all throughout high school and everything. And um, I knew I noticed that I was always a little bit across my body. And I had coaches in high school and everything say, "That's not the right way to pitch. You right. got to straighten that up, or else you're going to have arm problems, all that kind of stuff." But then I started to realize that that kind of added deception yeah. to my mechanics, and it's not normal for hitters, so right. that offsets right. them a little bit. And when I was in college, um, it, it was kind of just mastering it, where mm-hmm. I, I was going to stay turned, I was going to stay closed off, turn my back to the hitter, finish across my body, and if I could get the command down, right. I knew that it would be pretty good. Um, and there were just games all throughout college, all throughout pro ball, that I haven't had the command. It's just not mm-hmm. there consistently. And uh, this season, it, it has been, and I think it's starting to click where it's getting there where I, no matter what, it, it, my command's going to be there. And so, I mean... The little like quirks in my mechanics are, are different things. I, I like from the stretch. I put my arms up over my head, yeah. and it was weird story where like Dontrell Willis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like I, I had a I had a three quarter sleeve that was too long. So all of a sudden I'd come set, and the sleeve would be way too yep. long, and I wanted it shorter than my elbow. So I'd put my arm up over my head to get yeah. the sleeve down, and then I probably had a good game or something. So it just stuck as superstitious yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, for the most part, I've always been a little bit across my body and, and a little bit closed off um, at leg lift. And all coaches now say that that makes you you. That, that's, yeah. that's Mike King. We don't want to change you into a robot, into the perfect mechanics because it's working and hitters aren't seeing it right. like they should be. Right. And like, what, like we were saying, 90-94 is not right. going to blow guys away, especially right. at this level. But whatever I can do deceptively – to make it look harder, to make them see it less, is, is all I can do. Yeah. I have one other baseball question that came to me as we were having this conversation here. It's something that Bobby said. Bobby, he's Nick gave me the nickname as a surgeon. Oh God! Before <laughs> he loves your preparation, the way you go about your game, and the one story that he told us was a couple weeks ago. I think you were in. I think did you pitch in Rochester recently? Was it? No, not Rochester. Might have been the series before that. We were talking about it. In yeah, yeah, Durham maybe. Durham, yeah. That you there was a game where. Well, Zach Zaner was in left field. Oh, yeah. You it was Durham. Him, yeah, Durham. Okay. It was Durham. Just elaborate on that story for those of you who haven't heard it. So, I, um, I'm i big into scouting reports, and I'm big in defensive positioning. I love shifts. Yeah. And I think that that is so you a fan? Are you a fan of the game? I, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that analytical side of the game. And if I could position players like yeah. I would like to, I, I, would, I would tell everyone where to go. Um, but I trust that, like, this analytical department <laughs> right. and everything, and, and it takes a little bit off my plate. But there, I was pitching, I forget who it was, in Durham. And it was probably the, the fifth or the sixth inning. And I've been ta- attacking him away the whole yeah. time. It was a righty. And I told, I think Frankie was catching me. I told Frankie, I want to attack him in the whole time, right. see if I can jam him in because I, I got him looking away. And uh, all of a sudden in my head, I said, I don't want to get burned on a jam shot single over the second right. base of Tech right. because that's the only way he's going to get yeah. to that ball. And so I went straight to Zayner, who was playing right. And I said, Zayner, I'm going first pitch fastball away, so yeah. play your normal positioning. And then every pitch after that, it's going to be an inside fastball. And the only only way he's going to hit it to you is if it's a shallow fly ball right. to you, so play in. Right. I threw first pitch fastball away, first strike. 
and I went like four times in. And I thought about shaking it something yeah. away, but I said, if I get burned, if I throw something away and he hits over his head, <laughs> I get it. Oh, yeah, it's on you, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to go yeah. in. I, th I think I got the fifth one in there, and it ended up being a jam shot to shallow right, yeah. and Sandy was playing right there. And it was one of those where right when it, it off the bat and I saw it, I turned immediately looked, and he was playing shallow, <laughs> and I was like, that's my boy. <laughs> And it's, it's one of the first times that I've ever had it happen that yeah. way. I usually just do it in case. Because right. normally on an inside pitch, you should pull that ball. Right. But just in case, I want that player to be in the right position. And so Zayner was, like, shocked when it happened. <laughs> it was a story that, yeah, Bobby brought up, and I was like, I had mean to ask you about it. So I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> yeah. that I had the chance. All right, so you mentioned how you're a Patriots fan. We're, we're, we're talking about that. Yeah. Because Bill's fan, and obviously there's a little animosity. I went to school in Massachusetts during all of, like, the – Title Town run with like the Bruins, <laughs> pretty sure the Bruins, Celtics, Red Sox, and Patriots all won a world championship when I was in college. Yep. So it was pretty rough for me as a New York sportsman. <laughs> are, are, do you have confidence in the Patriots after Tom Brady retires? Um, if Bill Belichick stays there, yes. I think that he's the key to their success. I, I, I'm a huge Brady fan, so yeah. I'm not going to give it all to Belichick, but I think <laughs> Belichick is an absolute genius. Um, I totally do. I, I mean, Brady, I think, will prepare whoever he has um, behind him. And I know that they just kind of got rid of a lot of the guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I say, there's a lot of wide receivers that have no longer – they don't yeah, have much of a wide receiver. backup here. quarterbacks <laughs> with Garoppolo going. I, I remember being excited that Garoppolo's going to be there, but I don't know. Brady's just a machine, so he, like, he still could play till he's 45. Yeah. I know that he's talked about like retiring sooner or there's whatever. But I don't know. I'm such a Brady fan that I can't say anything bad about him. You got a bunch of uh, Patriots games. Do you have Patriots games lined up that you're going to later on in the year? So my, uh, if you can follow this. I'm going to the Monday night game, the Monday night in Buffalo. Oh, really? In Buffalo? Yeah, All right. Yep. So let's try to follow this. My sister's boyfriend's dad has okay. season tickets. Okay. And, but he lives in Florida. So he, get, he splits his tickets between his son and his daughter and then his brother. Right. And so his son gets two tickets, my sister's boyfriend. Right. And... Uh, last year, I went with him, and it was the rematch of the Super Bowl. It was Falcons-Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a Sunday night game, yeah. and it was just unreal. So now that's kind of our thing, and I'm hoping that he invites me to another one this year. So usually <laughs> I go to one, and, I mean, it's always – they got great – it's great seats. Like, I don't know. It, I love going to Gillette. And it's a fun atmosphere, though. I will say, when I went to – when the Bills beat the Patriots a couple seasons oh, ago. Oh, yeah, you got to bring that one up. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> the one thing I had. That and the one time they won in Buffalo when I was in college – my sophomore year was incredible. But, yeah, they won, and my brother and I are walking back. Not only do we get harassed by some six-year-old <laughs> Patriots fan, because we're wearing Bills jerseys, he didn't really say anything, because, you know, we understand that Garoppolo played yeah. the second half, and the Bills had a bunch of guys injured. We get back to our cars. Stupidly, we left the Bills magnet on the back of our trunk. It was gone. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was our uh, that's our memory. I feel like that's all all sports fans though. They just they, oh, I like yeah. Bill's Mafia. Oh, I, oh god. Pretty, I will say some bit slight misnomer about the whole jumping through tables, guy people. That's a very small percentage. I want to make that abundantly clear. It's just the ones that get famous. Yeah, yeah. stupid yeah. ones. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So you grow up in Rochester, not in Rochester, Rhode Island. Yep. Are you a big fisherman? What's what's the off what's the off seasons like in Rhode Island? Um, that's obviously a fun place to go travel to and you yeah, live there. Year yeah, I mean, what stinks is the best season to be in Rhode Island is the summer because like that <laughs> northeast summer yeah. weather is perfect. It's it is seventy five to eighty. It's like, right on the water. It's all great, um, and that's my season. But September is really nice, and then you get a, like a little bit of fall with like yeah. October, November, and then once it gets too cold, I actually head out and go down to Jupiter, and I, I work out down to Jupiter. Um, so I work out at home, um, grow at home, and I'll have like an indoor facility. It's 
at large garage is what it's oh, called. Um, and, great name. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I work out and throw there, and then that usually puts me until I'm back to throwing at about 90 feet, and right. as much as I can do indoors. Yeah. And then I go down, usually right after New Year's, to Jupiter. Yep. I go live with uh, some of my BC buddies that I played baseball with. Um, work out down there, able to throw outside on an outdoor mound yeah. with an actual catcher, and it just kind of prepares me for spring training. Now I know you mentioned this before a couple of days ago. You're living with your family. Did you say you're living with your family in Scranton? Right yeah, now? so it's it's my dad's cousins. Uh, they live in Kingston, just yeah. outside oh, Wilson, yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean it, it's awesome because I'm, I hate to say it, I'm not paying rent. Right. Um, <laughs> hey, it's a smart, smart yeah, move. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's been great. They, uh, it's kind of funny. The the mom was telling me. Um, that her daughter is now going into her, I think it's her second year in college, and yep. her son is now a freshman. They still have one more that's, a, I think, a senior in, in high school now. But she was like, all, all my birds are leaving the nest, so it's nice to have one come back. <laughs> so with our schedule, it's tough to really hang out right. with them and everything. Right. But um, it's definitely nice to be around family yeah. and kind of hang out with them and everything, get away from the game. So I'm sure people are listening, as you can hear from the noise around us, we're getting pretty close to uh, first pitch. We're like a little bit an hour away. It's a huge conglomerate of you guys behind us. I don't know what's going on. But I'm gonna, so I'm going to end it with this, a set of uh, my rapid-fire questions. Okay, nervous. All right, here we go. If you're stuck on an island, you can bring one item. What is it? Oh, God. Um, if I have Wi-Fi on my PlayStation. Okay. All right. Are you into Fortnite? You play Fortnite? Oh, my God, Fortnite. Huge. What do you think of the latest season? Huge. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Fortnite's doing, doing it big. Oh, I, I love yeah, I Fortnite. Absolutely I absolutely love Fortnite. Yeah. I had a dub and spot <laughs> before I came into work. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're stuck on an island and you can bring one person with you, what do you bring? Probably my mom. Mom? Okay. Yeah. She, out, she an outdoorsy person? Do you think she can outdoorsy? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I just couldn't live without my mom. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Um, that's a tough one. Tom Brady would have to be one of them. I, I'd probably do Pedro Martinez. Okay, yeah. Um, and I I mean, I love Jason Aldean, so I, I have to all put right. a little that's bit fair. of that in. That's fair. Favorite movie? Dumb and Dumber. Did you like those? Did have you liked the successful ones? As no, much? no, nope, not at all. Okay. TV show you're binge watching right now? Uh, how, how about this? This is now getting into culture here. I'm watching La Casa de Papel, and it's really Money Heist. It's a Spanish show. What's it on? It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, and Wendell Rio, a middle infielder down in Trent, told me I had to watch it. Okay. And I, I know a little bit of Spanish, but he right. said it's a good translation. And uh, it's actually really good. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they're speaking in Spanish, but then like... Is there the subtitle? It's the voiceover okay. of, of, a, of an English person. So it kind of, okay. it's awkward. It's yeah. a really good story. Okay. All right. Keep that in mind, folks. For, uh, for, <laughs> for the show to watch, Mike King has recommendation for you. Favorite song out right now? Uh, Motivate by J. Cole. Okay, yeah. That's the song that, we, like, when we play Fortnite, my brother, my friend, and a couple of our friends, we, like, that was just, someone just started going, motivate, yeah. motivate, yeah. get money. That, that's my, <laughs> uh, that's the song, that's the last song that I listen to when I'm in the car on Start Day. Okay. The last, like, right. right as I'm pulling up the stadium, that's what I put on. What do you, I know, obviously, in the, in the clubhouse, starting pitchers get to play the music, what do you normally play? I usually leave it up to them. Yeah? I, yeah, I'm not, I don't really have too much music on my phone, um, so I just kind of give it up to them, okay. but I should, this is for the podcast, I guess. Uh, my sister's actually a singer. Really? She's got, I don't know, 
80,000 Instagram followers. And really? She, yeah, she's, she's, she's trying to make it. She's, and I, I always say she's going to make it. You can name drop her if you want. So people I know, could... uh, Olivia King. You got to look Olivia her up. Olivia King, all uh, right. The, my walkout song's her. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. And she wrote it. She got a rapper to rap it, and then she's the chorus. Wow. Yeah. Wait, learn something new every day. <laughs> Mike King with... I'm just glad I picked you as my podcast uh, <laughs> guest this week. And I do want to point, point out that I asked you before you threw the six innings last yes, night. Yes, you did. Yep. So I was going to tweet it during the game, but I didn't also want to be like... I was going to be like, yeah, it's probably a good time to point out that Mike King is my podcast guest. <laughs> but I didn't want to go against the juju as you're pitching. I, you know, I appreciate that. Four, five, six perfect innings. <laughs> so what's Mike King's guilty pleasure? God, it's embarrassing. I love The Bachelor. Dude, me too. <laughs> my, I'm glad someone said that. Oh, so my, my sister and mom are big into it. So I always like kind of watched it on yeah. the side, but I didn't want to be known as no, the guy right. who watched The Bachelor. And then uh, last year, one of my buddies, this kid Michael Mertz, his girlfriend was huge into it. So yeah. he watched it all the time. Yeah. And so then I was able to, because he actually watched right. it, I watched it with him. And it was just one of those things that... I don't know. So did you I, watch it? You watched this past I, season. I, 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 I didn't watch this past season, but like I'm kind of in and out of the like. Paradise? What is it? Paradise. Yeah, Bachelor in Paradise. What do you think and of I'm Jordan? In, is that the uh, the male model the, with the long hair? No, that's Leo. Leo. Who's Leo? Awful. Oh my god, I can't stand Leo. But I, I don't know. I, I've seen like a few episodes. I, I got to get into it. I, I've been yeah, like man. slacking, even though it's my guilty pleasure. I, I, I slacking. Hey, no, yeah, I'm, I'm. This is good year. I'm glad this is. When everyone, no, when no one said like, when someone's like, oh, what you, what, what I don't know, like, give me an example. I go, all right, I'll, the Bachelor. The Bachelor. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I had a podcast during the Bachelorette season at work. <laughs> <laughs> it was called "Will You Accept This Podcast?" Oh my god, that's good. <laughs> all right, so uh, are you a DC or Marvel guy? Or are you not into superhero movies? I'm not as much into superheroes, but uh, definitely Marvel. I'd say, Marvel? Uh, yeah, I, I like the Avengers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The movies are out. I, guess, I think I know where this answer is going to be, but favorite athlete is Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yep. If I could be Tom Brady, I would. <laughs> is that, I was going to say, if you have one superpower, is it to be Tom Brady? To be, no. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably, uh, I, I, like, the, the one that always gets me is, like, if you would rather fly or, yeah. like, be invisible, I'd much rather be invisible. I love silence. If I could just be okay. invisible and just kind of go off on my own, that'd be, okay. that'd be big. Okay. If you weren't playing baseball, what would you be doing with Playing life? football. Playing football? Yeah. Did you play in high school? I didn't, and it's one of the biggest regrets I've ever had. My mom's dad and brother both played, and they have terrible arthritis in their neck and yeah. knees, and they just beat up. And my mom said, I played I'm football not. through college. I, I know it. Yeah. So my mom said, I'm not letting you do it. And I just love football. And I know, like, I'm big in a video on watching yep. the scouting reports of these guys. So I wish I could go out there and read a defense, that yeah. kind of stuff, just to see how I would do. I always tell my mom, if I could live my life over again with the same ability I have, I'd love to try it in baseball. Would, in, you, in have played, would you have played quarterback, you think? I would have liked to. Yeah. I have no idea what my Have you ever been. thrown a football? Like, have you thrown, oh, yeah. You got a yeah. good spiral? Yeah. You know how far you can throw a football? I don't know exactly how far, but I, my intelligence of the game, yeah. I feel like would help me out. Okay. I don't, I'm not yeah, most I mean, athletic. I'm not fast. Right. I'm not agile, that kind of stuff, but I feel like I could – definitely do what Brady's yeah, doing yeah. to an extent. All right, yeah. I can't, I can't say I could do what Brady's doing. That's, that's an absolute lie. But. So, so are you in the fantasy football draft that they're having tonight? I'm or not are in you, there. You're too new? Yeah, I'm too new. <laughs> Theirs is all veterans or guys yeah. that were in the league last year. So there are only a few spots open, and it went to other yeah. people. Are you in any leagues this year? Yeah. I actually had to just back out of a league because it was going to be my fifth league. And I, last year I had four leagues, and I felt like I had everybody in the NFL. Yeah. So I was rooting against myself on right, certain teams. Right. So. I backed out of that one, and so I'll Do you have any upcoming drafts coming up? 
I actually have one. This this sucks. Uh, I don't know if I can say. Oh, okay. Sorry, this stinks. Sucks is fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I'm uh, I, it, I have a draft tonight yep. at seven thirty, and it's a league with my uncle and all of his yep. friends, and they don't care about my schedule. So if I have a game, <laughs> right. I'm out. And it's been the last three years I've had a buddy of mine draft, draft for him. And so I just kind of give him all the information, guys I really like, guys I don't like. I hope whatever. you're not drafting Tom Brady. Not, and there's a reason why. Okay. I have a reason why. <laughs> okay. You take quarterbacks late. Yeah. Because you want to get value running back and I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I love having Patriots players just because then it makes mm-hmm. the double the reason to, yeah. to root for them. Um, but I'm actually with you. I had Tom Brady. I had Brady and Gronkowski last year. I mean, it's that's a lethal it's, combination, it's lethal combo. especially when he when Gronk's healthy. Yeah. Um, but this year, I, I told I told Kevin right? Connor, I'll, I'll name drop him. There you go. Yeah. Kevin Connor to, to not to not to stay away from him unless like it, it's like the sixth round or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like if you can get yeah. get him late, do it. Yeah. But there's I feel like there's a lot of depth in quarterback this year. All right, I got one last question for you. And it's it's a pretty easy one. All right. Obviously, you're only 23, and you haven't made the majors yet, and you've only made you've only made six appearances so far in AAA. But what's your favorite memory or story, Ben, from your professional career so far? Uh, it's probably my complete game in uh, in Trenton against New Hampshire, um, and the the actual memory is when I was getting. It's actually not even a memory for me. I'm just seeing pictures of it. I was getting a post game interview out on the field. And I just kept getting Gatorade dumped on me. And it was the first time I've ever had, like, a Gatorade shower, bath, whatever you want yeah. to call it. And uh, because it's so cold, it takes the breath away from you. And now I'm trying to talk. <laughs> and I'm, like, <gasps> trying to catch my like, yeah, trying yeah. to catch my breath. And afterwards, my mom sent me the video. She was at home. Right. My dad was at the game. And the camera is looking at me and the interviewer. And then it's kind of up into the stands behind yeah. the dugout. And my dad's right there taking video of it. And I thought it was, like, the coolest That's thing, awesome. having my dad there yeah. taking video of me taking video. Yeah. And you can see he had a big smile on his yeah. face. So it was definitely a cool memory. I like I one more. I really bet this. Do you think – we'll never know. But do you think you, if you kept pitching those three last frames, do you feel like you would have had it? Of course I do. Yeah. I, I have to have the confidence in myself to do it. Um, and – I don't know. I Phelpsy joked around today saying that my next start, we'll just count the first three innings as the seventh, eighth, I and mean, ninth. I mean, you've had your last 12, you've allowed one hit. Yeah. So. And, uh, and it was a bad hit. Oh, it was a bad pitch. I guess you're you'll bringing just, up bad memories. <laughs> I guess you'll just have to do it now uh, in Pawtucket with possibly the playoffs. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Family and friends. That'd be great. Is there a guesstimate of how many people you think could be there? Oh, man. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to put a number too high, but I definitely think there's going to be Triple a lot. Digits? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty safe to yeah, I was talking to uh, Swanee about it today yeah. that when they played in Louisville, yep. Swanee thought he had a bunch of guys coming, and Rogers had yeah. like a thousand. Yeah. Because he went to Louisville right. and he's from right there. Right. So uh, I, I hope I can get a lot. And I mean, it's not about the fans or whatever. Right. I, no, I'm no. going to still pitch my game, but <laughs> it'd be cool it'd be to cool. pitch in front of my hometown yeah. again. All right, Mike, it's been fun, man. Thank I'm going to have to uh, look past you being a Patriots fan. I uh, <laughs> wish them the worst luck this season. And uh, we'll watch Josh Allen and the Bills go on and win the division. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Josh Allen, aside from last week, which it was an offense finals open, he's been impressive, man. Yeah. Watch out. All right. Watch out. All right. All right, this has been Ryan the Rails. Thank you again, Mike, for joining me. You can subscribe to the podcast, soundcloud.com. We're on iTunes. We're on whatever the uh, Android apps are. I, there are a bunch of them. I don't know what ones they are, but I think they go off the iTunes ones. And, of course, timesleader.com. So, until next time, next week's podcast, it'll be Eric Swanson joining me. That'll be a following Monday. Hopefully the Rail Riders are in the playoffs. We'll see what Mike does uh, on Monday. This will be dropping the day you pitch. So, oh God. All right. great timing. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>